MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is v Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network. Keeping the fun going on a Wednesday, v Final Countdown alongside Matt Brown. I'm Stormy Bonatoni, and there are six Major League Baseball games in action right now, two of which just went from, I mean, the Yankees were down 3 nothing. Now it's a tie game. The Braves were down 2 nothing to the Oakland A's, and a two-run shot just made that a tie game as well. So we've got some exciting action going on. And as you would imagine, both of those teams are favored in those tie games. 3-3 three to three in the seventh inning. Yankees minus 150 on the live line, plus 120. If you want, oh boy, what just happened? Went off Some, the board. Is something, yeah, so is something about to happen? What just happened? All right, we'll see. Uh, Brewers and the Rockies, you don't want to play this one. Rockies up 7-1 to one in this one. You can get minus 6,000 on them if you'd like to win 100. If you'd like to bet 6,000, win 100. Can I interest you in that? <laughs> I'm going to yeah, pass. I, I, I'll pass on pay. that as well. Uh, 10.5 is the total, so you could play that if you want to go that angle. Braves and the A's tied at 2, as you just mentioned. Minus 250 on the Braves. 2-1 to one on the A's at home if you would like them as underdogs here live giants and the Dodgers getting going Alex Cobb and Clayton Kershaw throwing up a bunch of zeros right now though there are two on for the Dodgers here in the bottom of the third inning well let's continue what we started at the end of our one our NFC bets draft um so far we are just two picks in each 
You went with with the first overall selection. Carson Wentz under 3,500 and a half passing yards. I have the Vikings to win the NFC North. And then it was all Vikings from there. Dalvin Cook to lead the league in rushing touchdowns. And I have Kevin O'Connell as coach of the year. For selection number five, Matt. Yes. Is it still the Vikings or are we moving on? And our commentary was excellent on all of those. And I suggest you go back to (laughs) VEASAN.com and rewatch that segment if you did not. All of our our shows also available in podcast form. Our commentary was amazing. I give ourselves a 10 out of 10 on that and an A plus and would listen again. Yes, exactly. So please go and do that. So for my third pick, this one is something that I don't, you know, it's not really a hot take for me for what I've been saying kind of all off season that the Dallas Cowboys, and I feel like they're going to take a pretty big step back this year. All the injuries that are going on, that offensive line is going to be much, much weaker than Cowboys fans have been used to over the course of of the last several years. And I just believe that the other teams in the division have really gotten better. And so I'm going to take Dallas Cowboys no to make the playoffs at plus 160. I think the Eagles get through. Mm -hmm. I think the Giants have an outside chance of getting through so long as this receiving core isn't complete dust already to begin the season, which, by the way, I, of course, bet an alt over on the Giants, and then every one of the receivers like is like <laughs> battling some sort of injury. The whole thing I liked was like, oh man, finally, you know, Daniel Jones has a competent has coach, weapons. yeah, a competent coach, pieces. and all these weapons, and now every single one of them carrying some sort of injury designation into the into the season. But that being said, I still think the Eagles are going to win that division. I'm pretty bullish on the Eagles to win that division, and so I'm going to take the Cowboys as a no to make the playoffs at plus 160. Okay. Um, this is My next selection is kind of in line with that. I didn't go Eagles to win the division, mm-hmm. but I did like the plus money price on the Eagles alternate season win total over to get over 10.5 and, and get 11 wins. This team that had nine wins a year ago and is basic, like name me another team that has improved more on paper and mm-hmm. is healthy coming into the right. season. Improved just about everywhere except for the quarterback position in Jalen Hurts, which though all reports out of camp and granted this is talking season. Yes. So we have to take things with a grain of salt. Hold on. Are you going to tell me that somebody is in the best shape of their life <laughs> or someone is p- producing outrageous plays in training camp? Am I? I oh. am. I am. Sports Illustrated's Albert Breer pointing out some very interesting things that normally quarterbacks, when they make the jump from college to the NFL, there are certain areas that they don't usually get better Mm -hmm. in when they make the jump. And Jalen Hurts has. He has become more accurate. Normally, they don't make a big stride in throwing with anticipation or improving their pocket presence, all of which he is doing at the NFL level. You'll look at the schedule. I think there's a lot of opportunity for them to get there. Right off the bat, I counted nine wins again pretty easily. So let's just say they handle business in that way, get a couple wins maybe they shouldn't that they escape with. I like the alt over at plus 135. Yeah, I am all over the Eagles. I have the Eagles to win the division. I think that the Eagles are kind of an outside team here that we could be looking at come January as a a real Super Bowl contender so long as Jalen Hurts is anywhere near what we think that he could possibly be for this offense. I mean, there's really no excuses at this point. It's the best offensive line in the NFL heading into the season. Now injuries could happen and things could change, but it's the best offensive line in the NFL heading into the season. You gave him AJ Brown. You already had Devonta Smith. You have Dallas got like you have got real, real playmakers on this team. Then you look on the defensive side of the ball. They address some of the, those concerns as well in the off season. They make a trade here. just a couple of weeks ago with the saints to, to bring in a safety. So like there is a lot to love 
about this Eagles team. And then also, oh, by the way, they have one of the easiest schedules in the NFL yes. as well as we continue to like sit here and praise this team over and over and over again. But I mean, like, honestly, even just look at their first, yeah. what, five, five weeks, six weeks. Cause yeah, you don't believe in the Cowboys that much either. At the Lions, Vikings, obviously that's going to be a tough one. But the Commanders, who nobody's high on. The Jaguars, who, I mean, the Eagles should handle business pretty easily against them. I mean, the Lions, I know we talk about them being a very improved team, but the Eagles still absolutely wrecked them yeah. a season ago when Detroit seemed to be on an upward trajectory. Cardinals Car with no DeAndre Hopkins. Car yep, don't have faith in that. Obviously, they're without him for the first six weeks of the season. Then they get a bye. Then they get the Steelers and Texans so and you, Commanders so you, heal, so you heal any injuries, like uh, any little nicks and scrapes and stuff there in week seven, and you come out and you get greeted with a Steelers-Texans-Commanders three-game stretch right there. I mean, you I think You have the Bears on your schedule yeah. as a road game. You have two games against the Giants. I mean, it just all is laying out for us yeah. to hit these tickets for Philadelphia if they stay healthy. And I, just, I just, really do. If Jalen Hurts just does the yes. bare minimum. I agree. And doesn't turn over the football, we're in business, baby. But he's just uh, agreed, just, just, but just yeah, doesn't just, turn. Yes, just, just, just do it. Just do it. Just do you hear it. us, Jalen. You hear us, buddy. Uh, so I'm going to stay here in the division, and basically this is just piling on of everything that we just talked about. But We've got so is, much going on. There is, a, there is a bet that you can make over at DraftKings. Now, listen, all of these bets that we're making are available. At we didn't make these up, right? Like, these are all available over DraftKings. You want to go look. There's in a menu, you can just pick the top two teams in any order mm -hmm. in the division. Right? So it doesn't have to be an exacta. It just it's any two teams in, in order. Is this 49ers, Rams, NFC West? I'm or do you win the division? Cowboys, I'm going Eagles, Giants. Eagles, Giants? Eagles, Giants as one, two, as the top two teams in the NFC East. Again, can finish in either order. You can have nine, that pick, buddy. You nine can have it. to one. Eagles Giants to finish in, e in any order there in the NFC East. Again, we just talked like uh, we just talked about the why we love the Eagles so incredibly much, right? Like we already know why we love the Eagles so much. I don't have to continue to go over that. On this Giants side, I understand maybe they're going into the season at least a little bit nicked up. That's not that big of a deal to me really. Like I just need them to be healthy for the majority of the season. So let's hope that that's the case, but you do have Kenny Galladay, you do have Kadarius Tony, you do have Wandell Robinson there for them. You do have Sterling Shepard, Saquon Barkley again, healthy for the first time and who knows how long. There is a lot to like about the Giants moving forward. The new coaching staff, obviously, you pop, finally have some adults in the building. So I, I think that there's a lot to like about this team. Again, we're kind of going back to this whole Jalen Hurts thing. It's the same deal with Daniel Jones. or But Daniel Jones also might be complete yeah. gutter trash. And if he is, then it's, it's not going to pan out. But I think there's some pretty big potential here for this team. Pretty good offensive line as well. I get a lot of your reasoning, but I still like – well, I'm not high on the Cowboys. I'm not that low on them either. I still think Dak Prescott's an incredible quarterback. Uh, if Zeke can stay healthy, him and Tony Pollard should be a really good compliment offensively. Like, there's a lot of things I like with the Cowboys. I'm not down and out on them just because I'm high on – I'm higher on the Eagles. Um, remember in this year's draft when Bill Belichick went out of his way and grabbed Cole Strange in the draft and Sean McVay was like, man, I thought – why was I looking him up? I was going to yeah. see if I could get him in the 70s. Yeah. That's how I felt when you just made that selection. I was just like, I was not even, mm -hmm. that wasn't even in the mm -hmm. realm for your it's girl beautiful. to it's look beautiful. at. So yeah. you can have that one. That's all you. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, my next one is, and it is a very highly juiced price. Okay. And I hate to do that, especially when you're locking up your money for a futures bet. 
but I love the bet so much. And I have, I bet it when it was um, minus 120. I bet it again when it was minus 130. And now it's minus 150. And I still think that it's worth a bet okay. for the Cardinals to miss the playoffs. Okay. No, I, there, there's nothing wrong with that. I just, I hate the idea. Usually when I do these futures mm -hmm. bets, I try to get plus money value and make sure. it worth putting my money aside in a bet slip for, for an entire one. season. Yeah. But I hate this Cardinals outlook. The way that their season is set up, I think it's going to be brutal. This year could be an absolute dumpster fire for them, potentially. Just look at their first three weeks out of the gate. And usually this is a team that we talk about having success to start the year. Went 7-0 to start last season because Kyler Murray's healthy. He does all the things. Against the Chiefs, at the Raiders, taking on the defending Super Bowl champion Rams. If I'm playing the Panthers, I don't want it to be in the first five weeks of the season because that's when Christian McCaffrey is going to be healthy. Baker Mayfield figuring things out. There's a lot of potential, I think, with that offense. And defensively, they could be strong. The Eagles, we just talked about ad nauseum, are going to be very good. And then at the Seahawks, okay, there you go. You got a, a gimme game there. But the rest of them are not. And you're not going to have DeAndre Hopkins for the first six games of the season due to the PED suspension, who has been Kyler Murray's absolute security blanket when they first started losing games a year ago it was when DeAndre Hopkins got hurt and things started to change uh top of the division in the NFC West um, you got Tampa Minnesota Denver New Orleans all the back half of the schedule where historically we have seen things fall apart for them that's kind of and th that's been a staple of Cliff Kingsbury even as a college coach that that's something that's happened is the back end of seasons they haven't had success so less juice on their season win total under if you want to go that way but I just had more more um, belief in them not to to be able to get into the playoffs in that NFC West. Final pick for me, Jameis Winston, comeback player of the year, plus 550. I believe the Saints make the playoffs this year. They want to give it to a quarterback. He is coming back off of an injury that knocked him out for the season last year. So it's an easy pick for me. I understand it's not that heavily juiced. Do I get the last pick? Yeah. Romeo Dobbs, offensive rookie of the year. Okay. Enough said. Yeah. I think it's 16 to one now. Sure. <laughs> we'll be right back. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast 
to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Pocket Cash with popular picks. Join Levi's 501 Pop Culture Pools for free and answer questions for a shot at a share of $10,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Levi's now to get in on that action. Levi's buy better, wear longer. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Rolling along here live from the South Point Sportsbook, Stormy Tony and Matt Brown. Excited to welcome in good friend of the show, Steve Buchanan, Major League Baseball and NFL betting analyst over at DraftKings at SB Buchanan 24 and it's crossover season for you my guy I saw you tweeting uh, about the even money option on the Braves when they were down to nothing in the A's did you get in on it because now it's juiced to minus 240 on the live line since they tied things up Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, if I'm putting it on Twitter, I'm putting, you know, my reputation on the line. So I can't <laughs> lie to anybody. So, of course, I jumped in on that immediately. And then the Braves tied it up very soon after. So there you go. Love to see it. How are you handling this crossover season, though? Is your mind in like scrambled eggs right now? Absolutely horrible. Like I did two baseball shows earlier today, and then I also did a football show in between. So it's like trying to get all the team names correct, trying to get the sports correct. It's, a, it, you know, this doesn't seem like a hard job. We're hustling right now, baby. This is this is this is tough time. Yeah, pitching today for the Braves, Marcus Mariota, and like the whole, the whole nine yard. Yeah, I know, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about, uh, Steve. So speaking of, let's let's stay with with the Braves team here. Of course, they've caught the Mets. That said, we still have a decent little stretch here to go. Do you believe when it's all said and done that the Mets do find a way to go ahead and win that division, or are you looking more towards the Braves? 
I'm looking more towards the Braves here. The Braves have been literally one of the hottest teams in baseball since the calendar turned to June. And it's amazing to think that this Mets team had such a large lead in that NL East. And then they ended up losing it to the Braves, but it's not like the Mets have been playing particularly bad. It's just that the Braves have been that much better. And I think that's really been the difference there. The only upside to the Mets here at this point is that they're so far ahead. And this is for the Braves too. These teams are so far ahead in the wild card that obviously while you'd like to win the division, Either way, both of these teams are more than safe to make the playoffs. So, yes, you may lose that division there. Winning the division gives you that easier road to the playoffs. But the Mets are still in fine position here. They need to get Scherzer healthy. He just went on the IL. But I do think the Braves end up taking it when it's all said and done. Well, and the Mets, after losing to the Pirates yesterday, bounce back with a win this morning. Get Jacob deGrom on the hill a little bit later today. I know you don't have a play in that game per se. The Mets are really big. Minus 365 home favorite. Even on the run line, it's $2. But your expectation, I would assume, for DeGrom to have another good day? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's looked absolutely stellar since he's come back. The guy doesn't skip a beat uh, coming off the IL, missing all that time, really all the time that he's missed over the past couple of years and still be as dominant as he's been. It's remarkable. But like you mentioned there, there's just no value on betting the Mets at this rate. Minus 380 on the run line, uh, on the money line, minus 120 on the run line. There's no value at that point. And you got to go ahead home run <laughs> in your Braves A's game. There you go. No one's in the stands. The ball is just rolling rolling lonely down the steps. (laughs) Oh, poor Oakland. Everyone's. I literally, I said it yesterday. It looks like they still have COVID restrictions in in Oakland (laughs) because nobody goes to those games. It looks like there's an empty stadium. Well, that's Uh, why people were getting busy in the outfield. They have more security guards. No no one's paying attention to the home run balls because they're all just (laughs) up in the 600 levels, all getting frisky up there. They added security (laughs) guards to the upper decks, and there's more security guards than fans at these games now. But go ahead, home run. Feral cats that are like roaming the stadium (laughs) and all this stuff and everything. There are like possum traps in the press box in the whole nine yards. Back it's, it's, to it's un- unbelievable. Back to business. All right, see, so let's get to this uh, Blue Jays-Orioles game. You do have a couple of plays in that one. Yeah, let's just start with the game total. This one over seven and a half runs, getting that at minus 115. These two teams turn into like these offensive juggernauts when they start <laughs> playing against each other. The over has gone 10 in two in the 12 games that they've played so far this season. And they're averaging almost 11 runs per game. Like these teams have just been beating each other up uh, all season long. And it's pretty remarkable when you consider that too, because the Orioles have not been a strong team at hitting the over all season long. There's 61, 70, and five on the over this season. So obviously doing it in less than half of their games. But for whatever reason, when these two teams meet up, they just become these huge offensive teams. The Blue Jays have been great. Obviously, the Orioles have been really something else over the past two months or so. But I look at that game total. I know we got Alec Manoa taking the mound tonight. We'll talk about him in just a minute here. But I think this game goes over that game total tonight, especially with how it's played out all season long. A big contributor to those runs, Bo Bichette, like, I'm looking into the number. My goodness, like no one has had an answer pitching wise for number 11, 10 hits, four homers, seven runs scored and 15 at bats over the three game set to this point. Very impressive. But you mentioned Alec Manoa, his strikeout prop set at five and a half juice to minus 120 on the over. Why do you think he gets over that number today? 
Well, first and foremost, he was very angry during that scuffle yesterday, and I'll take an angry Alec Manoa any day of the week, and if that means we're going to be racking up some strikeouts, and of course, <laughs> I'll pay a little bit on the over in that one there, but he's already gone over this number in two of the three starts that he's made against the Orioles this season. In that last start, he did get roughed up a little bit, allowed four runs through five and two-thirds innings, but still struck out seven before he departed, so obviously well over the number that we need here tonight. He's gone over the five-and-a-half total in five of his last eight starts in the second half and he's gone over that in four straight and as good as the Orioles have been offensively over the past few weeks they have one of the highest strikeout rates in baseball over that span uh, ranking ninth in the league so with all that combined five and a half just feels a little bit too low for someone like Alec Manoa who's been racking them up with ease as of late so give me the over on that number there Steve let's get over to the National Football League and no confusion here no, uh, no, no team for us to confuse in Buffalo. Although there were the Buffalo Blue Jays there for a little while. There was, there was that, <laughs> right, but we don't have to, right. yeah, but we don't have to worry about that. We know it's the Bills. <laughs> Bills and the Rams tomorrow night, kicking things off. And I know you have a play on the total, but let's just look at this spread. This thing has drifted just a little bit. It got up to two and a half. I was wondering if it was going to get to three. We've seen it come back down to two now at some spots out there. So it seems like it's going to get nestled here in that two, two and a half in favor of the Bills as we get going. Just from a side standpoint, even though it's not in your account, which way do you lean a little bit in this one? Yeah, I'm reading, I'm leaning on the Rams in this one here. The Bills are massive uh, public favorites in this one here, and rightfully so. They have all, you know, they're one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl overall. But with that being said, like, I will always take the points with the Rams. I mean, they were only underdogs three times last season. They won all three games outright. Two were against Tampa. One was against Arizona. So having them as home underdogs, I'm really kind of surprised about here because if we're really being honest, this game should probably be a pick em, right? Because these two teams are extremely even on both side. So if you're going to give me two points with the Rams, I'll take that every single time fade the public in this, in this game here. But I really think that's the strong side that I'm leaning on for this one. Public play on the bills also on the over 51 and a half here, which is very in line with the way that the league is certainly yeah. trying to market this league, pushing the leading men under center on both sides and Matt Stafford and Josh Allen. Yes, there are very dynamic offenses, but we let's not forget also very uh, stingy defenses. The Buffalo bills right. D was the best in the national football league a season ago. You're targeting the under in this game. How much is it trending toward the defense to you? Yeah, that's really what it is for me here. Cause I mean, you can make a case for the over in this game. You can also make a case for the under, but like you were alluding to, like we got two very good defensive teams as well. Yes. These offenses are going to post up, you know, on average, you know, 27, 28 points per games. I think both of them were averaging around that range range last year, but we also have very two good defensive teams on both sides. Now the biggest loss for the bills is that they're going to be without Tredavious white. That's a big loss there in the secondary. And that's going to force him to start two rookie corners. But that being said, both defensive lines on both teams should be able to get pressure on the quarterback. And that can be the downfall for both of these guys. Josh Allen was under pressure on the most individual dropbacks last year in total. It accounted for 34% of his dropbacks Stafford. Of course we know when he gets under pressure, that's when he can really get flustered. He threw the second most interceptions when he was under pressure last year. And then the other part of this too, is that what are we going to get from the new offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey? How is he going to be calling these games for Buffalo? 
Buffalo. This is going to be his first game getting into it here. So, you know, obviously the, the offense can do magic on their own, but what's it going to look like coming from him in this first game? So I understand there's a lot of reasons to like the over with these two offenses here, but I look at a number needing 52 can we come close to this number? Absolutely. I don't think this is going to be a low scoring game by any means, but I think 52 points just feels like a little bit too much, especially with how good defensively both teams can really be. Steve, a little less than a minute, but you do have a player prop in the account already, and it is the new shiny toy here in Las Vegas with Devontae Adams. Yeah, Devontae Adams is over under for receiving yards set at 80 and a half. Um, look, J.C. Jackson not going to be in this game uh, on the other side there. So I think that's a huge loss. And that's something big that Adams can really kind of capitalize on and Derek Carr all together. So that means more Asante Samuel Jr. Uh, on, on Adams. And this one, he allowed a 68% reception rate over 14 yards per reception to opposing receivers last year in almost half of the 529 receiving yards he allowed came after the catch. So obviously someone like Adams, very good downfield, very good after the catch can really do a lot once he catches the ball there. So over eight and a half yards in his debut with his buddy Derek Carr yeah I'll take that for week one appreciate you Steve love it don't work too hard okay uh, yeah we'll try tell my bosses <laughs> I'll see what I can do I'll put the word in uh, at Steve uh, Steve Buchanan at S Buchanan 24 on Twitter uh, Devonte Adams over the course of all of the games that he played last year did go over that number 10 times no longer has Rogers but Derek Carr like he said his his old Fresno State pal mm -hmm. they're hooking up once again College football when we come back on VSIN Final Countdown. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's football season. Betters know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like VSIN, and now's the Nobody. time. To become a VEASAN subscriber, am I right? 175 bucks. Get comprehensive college and pro football guides, but you can only get them if you are a VEASAN full subscriber. You get the tools to prep for both seasons. Our experts have profiles for every team, advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. You especially need them right now for the NFL season. $175. Up until the Super Bowl, all the way through, you get all of our stuff, or you can join us monthly for $40 a month. Beeson.com slash subscribe for all your options. Become part of the If you're a wimp, you can join us for $40. Just yeah, pay the no, $175. Just do it. And then you don't have to worry about it, too. Don't like, be a wimp. You know, just, just do it. Seriously. Just and do listen, it. we don't do the whole, like, a la carte thing anymore. You come in, you get the whole package. It's not like you can just buy the guide for, like, $19.99 Right, or but I think that's what's so awesome about it, too, is you get all yeah. the tools on the website. You can check out all of the betting splits as they happen, especially the Vegas odds, like, everything you have in one place. All the articles. Adam Burke for college football has been crushing it with all of his details and the different ways that he approaches the sport. So Listen, I've been critical of some of the stuff here, but let me tell you this. The newsletter is absolutely free, and they've, they've, they've retooled it, and they've restyled it, yeah. and it's got a new look to it, and I, I it, it's good. The newsletter's good. I, I like the newsletter. I told you the other day. Yeah. I was like, this made me want to read this article. See, I was so see, excited. Yeah, see? it was really good. Comes with a picture and everything. Now it's like it's yeah. like, oh, I want to click that picture. That picture's doing. appealing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I want to <laughs> click that picture. That picture makes me want to click. There are some articles out right now as well on college football week two as we look ahead. Adam Kramer has a great piece out as we look ahead at some of these numbers. So I wanted to get into some of the more mm -hmm. notable games. I think the one that everybody is talking about is Alabama, Texas. And As they should. Yes. And, I mean, both these teams cruise to week one win. 
wins. Alabama put it to the defending Mountain West champion, Utah, 55 to nothing. The Longhorns did the same to Louisiana Monroe. Um, Quinn Ewers played well, did throw a pick. And now listen, he's one of the most highly touted recruits coming out of high school. Um, but collegiate start number two against the Alabama Crimson Tide and Will Anderson coming for you full force. Yeah. I'm not I'm not very um I'm not a believer in, no, in Texas in it, this spot in any way. It, the interesting thing I will say this is there is there are a couple of 19 and a halfs that are popping out there right now. So there is at least a little bit of support for Texas at the 20 number and again I mean like you're getting housed if you're losing by 20 still. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, you're getting destroyed, but 20 is a really big number. And there are some athletes at Texas. I just don't know how soon that we're going to see that all come to fruition, right? I mean, like, it's a new coaching staff. It's people coming in, trying to get things together. And, again, like, the prize you know, the prize jewel's still not there yet. Yeah. Arch Manning is not coming until next year. And so – I don't know if it's all going to come together. Maybe some, maybe some some point over the course of the season, yeah. right? But I just don't know, like, this early in the season if it's going to be enough to kind of keep this Alabama squad from really kind of thumping Well, and that's them. what I'm saying. Quinn Ewers, it's his second career start, mm. period. And you're going against Alabama. Yeah. Um, they do have the advantage of at least being at home, which is uh, a nice thing for them. Yeah, I see a lot of potential in the future, maybe this season, down the line over the next couple of years under Sark. This just isn't a spot. I don't have a bet in this game, but if I did, I would probably take the 20 or I mean 19 and a half if you yeah. can get it. Yeah, I mean, I guess Alabama. my yeah, my advice would be just if you're if you do want the Texas side, go ahead and get the 20 because it looks like this thing is is it looks like there's gonna be at least a little bit of support for Texas on that 20 number yeah. and it's probably gonna come off. Oh, that Alabama defense just looks they just I look know. scary on in all facets right now. Another really good game in the top 20, number 20, Kentucky at 12, Florida Gators. Five-point favorites back in the swamp for week two, total 51 and a half. If, if the game was in Lexington, I might feel a little bit different about it. You t Tell me how you feel about this. Is there potential this early in the season already for a letdown spot for a team? Because Florida just had a huge emotional win over Utah, a game with very high expectations, The but they're still going to be back at home. So how do you feel about it? And it's an SEC game. So I think I, I would be at least a little bit more skeptical if this was Florida playing a non-SEC game because I think that you could see a little bit of the like, oh, okay, look at us. Like we're, we just go mm -hmm. and we beat Utah and everyone's been talking about Utah and here we go and we're just going to go out and we're going to march through this team too. But you know they understand the importance of these yeah. SEC games. Of course, Kentucky – you can call it a rivalry if you want to, not really. But, I mean, you know, there's they play them every year, so you just you at least have that. So, I mean, with it being a conference game, this thing has, in fact, moved to six at a few of the books out there. So, some port is coming in on Florida as we sit here today. I love that people are, like, betting earlier in the week. So, like, these line moves didn't used to happen until, like, Friday afternoons. And, like, now people, like, Because there's care. betting everywhere now. Like, people care now. It's so cool to, like, see these line moves yeah. actually happen, like, throughout the course of the week. But it also gives us an idea of where this stuff is is is, is kind of heading, right? Um, and a couple of the books out there, even on that six number, is one of them is just juiced a little bit on the on the six. So, they're, they're getting some liability on the Florida squad. Look, I get it. They look super, super impressive. I'm – I am going to sit back and just say – Prove it to me. Yeah. Like, go ahead and prove it to me. You know, like, let's just let's just yeah. see that you can get this done in the SEC and that you are as good as as you showed 
in that game. And again, like, you know, as we mentioned, a couple of things go here, a couple of things go differently. This could have been a different result and we wouldn't be looking at the, at this five and a half point spread. We're looking more, you know, a little over a field goal or something like that. So um, Flo- prove it to me, Florida, yeah. for sure. But, you know, look, I believe in Billy Napier. I was praying LSU was going to get Billy Napier. Like whenever that coaching vacancy happened down in Baton Rouge, that didn't end up happening. But I, I believe in him. I think he's a winner and, and I think he's building something pretty good down there. Well, and I think Napier might be the right coach at the right time for Florida as well, because Dan Mullen caught a lot of crap for saying he doesn't like recruiting, mm. but he still had top 10 class after top 10 class. The talent that is in there is great. Fans were just mad that he wasn't getting top three classes. Yeah. So the talent that they have at Florida is obviously legit. If, I mean, if this quarterback, Anthony Richardson can string together a couple performances like he did in week one against Utah, they're going to be in a really good shape. 161 passing yards, 106 rushing, three rushing touchdowns. Uh, no, and, and that's not that we shouldn't skip over by the fact that Will Levis is one of the like one of the so, Heisman one of the Heisman Trophy he, favorites. He's one of the top one to of the go more, number one overall. Yeah, and, one of the more prolific yeah. quarterbacks in college football. Absolutely. The only reason that I'm more so down on Kentucky, there's two things. Um, one at the swamp. Mm-hmm. Another instance yes. where we saw the environment out there and the things that it can do to people. But also their star running back, Chris Rodriguez, who missed week one, not on the depth chart again this week either. Uh, Mark Stoops has given no update on the suspended players that are going to miss uh, ample time. So I would just have a little bit of pause on mm-hmm. that if I was interested in betting Kentucky, knowing that some of their important players might not be available. Um, one more game I think that we should get to. BYU, three-and-a-half-point favorite, taken on Baylor, number 21 versus number nine, total 53-and-a-half. Um, of all the games this weekend, I think this one could be a really thrilling quarterback matchup. And BYU has great home field advantage. I've covered a ton of BYU games in Provo lately. Lavelle Edwards Stadium really does get going. Maybe not to the uh, Florida standard, but Lavelle Edwards Stadium that you can, it's loud in there. I promise you it is. Um, but Blake Shapin handled business week one. He's the full-time starter. I just like what this BYU team brings back. Kalani Sataki has the most experienced team in the country returning, led by Jaron Hall, another one of those guys you mm-hmm. had on your, your list for next year's draft through for 261 yards, two touchdowns, and the Cougs had another 312 yards on the ground attack in their week one game. Yeah, this is a sit back and, and watch for me, be entertained. It's a late game, late kickoff, so we'll be able to get – uh, we'll, we'll be able to to enjoy throughout the course of the evening, but I, I don't have. I, I think a game like this early on in the season, this seems just this just screams where whatever your read is, it could be so incredibly wrong. So I just like I just <laughs> want to like it's like whatever your opinion was of Baylor coming into the year, whatever your opinion was of BYU, and then now these two teams meet here early on where things can get a little wacky kind of early on in the college season. It's a sit back, enjoy, but no no play for me whatsoever. I again, so I feel bad. I don't have, I don't have bets in pocket in this game. I don't like that. It got to the three and a half. I probably would have taken BYU if it was at three. I just didn't still catch some it flat early three, enough. Still several flat so, threes out there. Rest of the country. Not so at like, the ones I have in my, yeah, in my yeah. apps. Yeah. So if you, if you, if you are looking for a three, there are DraftKings is at three right now. A few of the other books are, are at three as well. That I'd feel more comfortable with. Cougars went six and one last year against power five competition. Their lone loss to this Baylor team. So, um, you know, want a little redemption for that game, I'm sure. I, I think at least from the money line perspective, personally, I think that they do get it done, uh, cover the number if it is the three, and continue to climb the rankings a little bit here. Yeah, any any feel for any other college football game that interested you this weekend? Not not so much. I mean, I'm this is, like I said, I, I typically do a lot of evaluation kind of the first three weeks of the season before I really start betting college football in earnest. And, and, Which and, is the right play. And even more for me now, like the last couple of years where there the it used to be because of turnover anyway, but now I mean 
44% of the teams started transfer quarterbacks this season. 44% of the teams, like nearly one in every two quarterbacks that started was a quarterback that transferred in from somewhere else. Like it's, it's with the, with all this, whatever, like I'm, it's, I'm still learning like who, who went where and yeah. whatever. And all. I mean, they played a game on, on game day. They, they played a game on game day that morning where they were like, they did a little like a, a, a spin and like it would stop on a quarterback and they had to name where that quarterback yeah where he ended up (laughs) and all this because it was like that was the joke it was like so many different quarterbacks have ended up at different places or whatever so like i'm still even getting my bearings idea we'll have to get something like that going that's funny yeah Um, i had like i'm still getting my bearings on where on where some of these guys ended up so first first three weeks is typically just the evaluation period all right well we're gonna take a quick step aside wrap things up on the other side of this break get into some coach of the year talk in the nfl there's also a really interesting prop on DraftKings about exact order in these nfl divisions and i know you have you have a few ideas here so we'll get into that in a little bit MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., 
and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Kick off football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook all season long. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all football related content. Check out betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and more. Every week, Bet Rivers has unique football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and your favorite players with Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. Stormy Bon and Tony and Matt Brown wrapping things up here live from the South Point Sportsbook in Las Vegas as we welcome you back to VEASAN Final Countdown. And we were just talking during the break. Matt, mm-hmm. there are so as many. As we always do. As we always do. Again, that's a VEASAN plus plus. Yes. Um, there are so many options to bet oh. these days, especially when it comes to the NFL, like markets on markets on markets. It's not just the traditional season win totals and division finishes. It's more and more unique every single day. And one that we came across that's pretty interesting on DraftKings right now is You mentioned one in our draft that there was the division straight forecast where you could pick who's going to be one, who's going to be two in the division. Um, There's also exact order of finish in each division. Fantastic too. I mean, like for, for us, if we believe in some of these like teams that as, as adamantly as we do that team. Okay. So we're, we're locking in that team at the top and now we're just trying to figure out, okay, what Mm -hmm. is the most likely outcome of the two teams below it. I mean, the one that jumps out. Or you out, could lock one that's at the bottom. Like, yeah. okay, the well, Bears that, that, are awful. So, well, so. so that's where I'm going with this <laughs> yeah. is because you and I both both love the Colts in the AFC South. Well, I think we both also believe that the Texans are going to be the last place team. So now you just look at what order is it going to be second and third in that division with the other two teams in the Titans and the Jags. Well, if it goes Colts, Titans, Jags, Colts, Titans, Jags, Texans, that's plus 250. If it goes Colts, Jags, Titans, Texans, it's nine to one. Mm-hmm. You could, in theory, put one unit on both, and whichever way that it that it flops out, you still make money, like no matter what, yeah. because it's plus 250 and then nine to one. You're obviously praying that the Jags are somehow able to overtake the Titans to get the second place finish in the division. But again, you could, in theory, put a unit on both and still come out ahead so long as you, so long as, again, we believe, Texans are the worst team. Right. Colts are the best team. The One other of these two, two outcomes yeah, is going right. to happen. And the other two, yeah, and the other two could, could could jump each other, could flip-flop there. But, I mean, there's opportunities where if you do have very strong convictions in some of these, you could go in and and kind of put two bets in, and how, no matter how it shakes out, you're, you're able to, to profit. The AFC East, another one where you imagine, at least in my mind, that the Jets are going to be the worst team and that the Bills are going to be the best team. Exactly. How do you think things are going to shake out in the middle with the Dolphins and Patriots? And I even said yesterday, I like the Dolphins to finish second in the Mm -hmm. division. So that kind of like gives me a a thought process and a plan of where I might want to go. And that's at 240 and 250. So same deal, right? You could bet it that way if you wanted to. And again, if, if. Yeah, and there are things we're not saying this is free money. Like we're not trying to say it's this. Not. Listen, the Jets could somehow go so, somehow go worst to first or something. Like we see it every single year, but unlikely in my opinion. 
very unlikely in my opinion. And so I think it's very unlikely that the Bills don't finish first in that division. So like it's kind of like if you lock in the one, the, the one and the four, if you can flip flop the other two teams, who doesn't? It, it's it's kind of an interesting way to go about playing some of these futures. For sure. Was there any other division that you liked that there was interest for you? Well, I mean, again, so we get to the only problem is that the the numbers start to get so short. But if I do believe in the Saints, and I believe that the Saints have a chance to overtake the Bucks in this division, and I truly believe that the Falcons are the worst team in that division, then that means it's going to be Saints, Bucks, Panthers, Falcons. That pays six to one for the NFC South as well. So it only has to finish that way one out of every six times for this to be a good bet for me, right? And if I believe that the Saints overtake this Bucks team with a 45-year-old quarterback and a banged-up offensive line one out of six times, then this is kind of like, you know, one of the ways that that I would go about it as well. And again, maybe Marcus Mariota is the greatest quarterback that, you know, whatever this year and the Falcons aren't last place in that division. But again, it's just, it's kind of like you're betting on likeliest mm-hmm. outcomes. And uh, I think it's just a fun way to kind of look at it. Again, we're just more highlighting some of these menus that one, we don't have access to here. So it's kind of like a FOMO thing. Like, I know it's, like, it's kind of like but a FOMO it is, thing. It's fun. Like I love sifting yeah. through it because there's literally hundreds of op- options. Yeah. DraftKings even has squares now. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, seriously. <laughs> so yeah, get crazy, get wild, have some fun. Um, let, let's get back though to a little bit more of a traditional market that there is. We talked yep. a little bit about it during our like, Betting draft. Can I give you one more that you're just going to drool oh, over? Yes. We love the Vikings so much. We love the Vikings. We think that the Packers aren't just going to completely fall off the face of the planet. Right. And we believe that the Bears are one of the worst teams in all football. Vikings, Packers, Lions, Bears, 10 to 1. Stop. 10 to 1. 10 to 1. Vikings, Packers, Lions, Bears, 10 oh to 1. Oh, my. 10 to 1. That would be in my account. I'm not even kidding. I like, love I would, that. I would play yeah, that one. No that, doubt. That, if, if I were allowed to bet that, I would put that one in my account. That might be my favorite one of all of them. Yeah. Because of how high I am on the Vikings mm-hmm. right now. The, even the NFC West, though. Um, so, I'm on the fence, I guess, between the mm-hmm. Rams and the 49ers who could potentially win that division. But then I think it's definitely the Cardinals and Seahawks in that order for the bottom two. And both of those are in the 330-350 range. So, Think of it that way, mm. but um, I wanted to go to the coach of the year market because I mentioned Kevin O'Connell was my primary selection. I got him 20 to one head coach of the Vikings to win coach of the year this year. And something that really stood out to me in my like thought process of deciding who I wanted to bet were a few things were somebody that was 20 to one odds or higher, because typically this is a market that doesn't skew to the shorter shots as much. And he was at 20 to one when I bet it now has been met down to 16 to one and also reaching a 10 win threshold because the last head coach to win coach of the year with fewer than 10 wins was Jimmy Johnson in 1990. It's something that doesn't happen with the exception of Bruce Arians when he came into the interim season. Like that is something that every single year has been the case for this award. That wasn't even football. 1990, that's so long ago. Like that's just <laughs> a, like we're, this, we're in the modern era of football now, so that doesn't even count. So basically what you're saying is it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Yes. And this is a team that over the last handful of years has not hot, had the wins and losses success. So it's one of those narrative-driven awards that, okay, they're – they're overcoming something, right. right? They've been bad. They're good now. Which is why I think you eliminate, like you're talking about, so like Brandon Staley, this team is supposed to win. Like everybody is like all about this team. Like, I mean, so I think it's very difficult for him unless they go like 15 and two or something or like 16 and one. I think it's very difficult for him to win this award because again, this is the most talked about team in all the NFL heading into the season. So 
how does he win coach of the year when everyone looks at this squad and goes, wow, they're loaded on offense, they're loaded on defense, like they're supposed to win? Yeah, so <sighs> – like, I understand the argument to an extent of, well, they didn't make the playoffs, though, but they were supposed to. Yeah. They were expected to. They had the roster and the build and the games that they should have won that they just didn't win. So that's yeah. not that they were a bad team and they got better. They just didn't win the games that they were supposed to. They underachieved. Yeah. So should you be recognized the next year as a head coach for just taking a team that's supposed to be good for being good when they underachieved the year prior? I don't think so. Um, and again, this is a narrative-driven award similar to Comeback Player of the Year that we talked about a week mm -hmm. ago. Did your team overcome a major adversity? Did you lose your best player or major contributor? Did you Were you really, really bad? like the Bengals and come back mm -hmm. and be really, really good. But this is going to be our pro tip for this hour. I think that for NFL coach of the year, target coaches of teams you think will exceed 10 wins. People are very, very high on Dan Campbell this year with the lions potentially having that turnaround. I think the lions will be significantly better this year. I am high on Dan Campbell. I love what he's doing. I do not think that that is a double digit win team and I am betting accordingly. Yes. No, I agree a hundred percent. And like there is, th there's a couple of different guys here that I think, like, like I said, I don't think Staley because of the position that he's in is going to be able to, to win this award because I think that everyone looks at that team and thinks that it's incredibly talented and there's just no way that that's going to happen. Like, I think you can look at even Frank Reich, which I believe that he's at least more feasible than, than Staley. But again, what a huge off season, mm -hmm. Huge offseason pub for this Colts team. Huge offseason love for this team. And I think that people are going to look and say, like, oh, well, they were just a quarterback away. They went and got Matt Ryan. There it is. Boom. Now it is. You know, whatever. And so that's why I do look at some of these other ones. And, and listen, you and I, by the way, we've only been done about seven shows together. So we did not we did not discuss this at all. The two that you have are the two that I have in, in my pocket as well. I have O'Connell, and then I also have Kyle Shanahan. Those are the two that I have because you can draw a straight line to – it is a team that is knocking off the the behemoth in the mm -hmm. division in route to you know what we assume to be a playoff run or whatever overachieving any kind of anything like that. And so if if that's this 49ers team is able to knock off the Rams, well you can be you can rest assured Kyle Shanahan's going to be in the mix when it comes to this award. And then same deal for O'Connell if they are able to knock off the Packers. So I, I, we have the same two in our accounts. Absolutely. And another factor, they have to make the playoffs 44 of the last 47 coaches to even receive votes since 2015, their teams have made the playoffs. So just another factor to uh, help you out as you look to bet this market, this show went by fast, Matt. I feel like every day they do. I know. I and we blinked in the Braves have seven runs, by the way. What? Yeah. So there it is. Seven to two. And now. going for more, <laughs> too. Two runners. Okay. All right. Well, that is a wrap for VSIN Final Countdown, VSIN Primetime with Sean King and Tim Murray coming up next. One more sleep. So we have NFL on our TVs. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.